The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. Hello, everyone. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on KFNX. And I'm live here at the Voice America studio in Phoenix, Arizona. And today is going to be, (laughs) I'm going to have an amazing episode. I'm looking forward to this. And I have two guests that will be uh, joining me for this hour. So the first part of the hour, I will be interviewing uh, David Young, and he is a talented musician. And I will be interviewing him about his book, uh, The True Story About uh, Jesus, and uh, the importance of music. Music is healing. It's very important for health as well. And then the second part of the hour, I will be interviewing uh, Nancy White, and we'll be talking about the benefits of journaling. So uh, David Young is a talented musician. He's known for playing two Renaissance flutes at one time, and he um, and selling over one million copies of his songs. He started his company with his last 100. Venice Beach in 1990 under the name Celestial Winds, and now 300,000 people every day are uplifted by his 60 recorded albums. Many call his music the most heavenly healing music on the planet, with over 20,000 healers and healing centers using his music daily. And also, his career developed into meditation events in 2015 after he wrote three books and now does spiritual events all over the world. And David transforms the room with spiritual energy created by playing his flutes over his tracks. And today, (laughs) I was on social media, and actually, there was an MD, a a physician that uh, uh, posted... uh, David uh, playing his uh, flutes, and I was just so touched. He is so talented. His music is so beautiful and so healing. And I actually plan to buy one of his uh, CDs because I just love the flutes. I love uh, that type of music. And so I, I will be talking to you, uh, David, about his book, The True Story of Jesus and His Wife, Mary Magdalene, Their Untold Truth through art and evidential channeling. It is an honor to have David Young on my radio show. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm on the East Coast, and it's incredibly cold. I'm sure it's nicer where you are in Arizona. Yes, I love Arizona. I just love our weather here. And uh, so, David, before we get started, you know, to talk about your book, 
what is your website where my listeners uh, can go to, you know, you know, purchase your music and even your book, this book we're going to talk about today? Yeah, my website is davidyoungmusic.com. Okay. So I, I encourage my listeners to go to his uh, website. And um, I do have his book, and it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. And, and uh, beautiful art. So this book, The True Story of Jesus and His Wife, Mary Magdalene, Their Untold Truth Through Art and Evidential Channeling, what made you decide to author this book? Well, I started doing meditation events in 2014 called A Portal Between Heaven and Earth. And actually, tonight I'll be doing my 491st event that I've done in the last five years. And while I was doing these events, these meditation events, I was really um, that Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and Mother Mary started appearing to people at my events. And at this point, over 1,400 people who have come to my meditation events have shared a conversation or spiritual travel with Jesus, Mother Mary, or Mary Magdalene. And in additional, addition to that, a thousand other people had experiences with Buddha, Krishna, Moses, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, um, Kuan Yin, Saint Germain, one of the other ascended masters or archangels. And on top of that, 5,500 people have had experiences where they reconnected with their mom or their grandmother or somebody who they loved on the heavenly side of life. And I found out this was possible at my own events because when I started doing these events, even though I'd been meditating for 32 years, I'd never had a real interdimensional channeling experience. Um, Honestly, I didn't even know that was possible and I didn't believe it was possible if anybody would have talked to me about it. But consistently people started having these experiences at my events and many of the experiences that people had at my events became part of the book and during the time that I was making the book I was I started to paint again I painted a lot in 2011 2012 but I didn't paint much for three years after that just because I was so busy doing all these events all over the country and then in 2016 I started to paint again and I made all of these paintings um, that had something that were all abstract paintings. And in the beginning, I didn't think they were connected to anything. Um, but then later on, about two years after I'd made all these paintings, I the pieces of the puzzle of what actually happened with Jesus and Mary Magdalene and Mother Mary 2,000 years ago um, all started to come together. And the way it came together was I had done an done three events in Phoenix that were put on by the International Association of Near-Death Studies. It's called IANDS, I-A-N-D-S. And um, there was this one guy who came to three events in a row, and at that point, there had never been a man who had come to three events in a row. There had never been a woman who came to three events in a row. So at the end of the third event, he came over to me, gave me his business card, and said, my wife and I have a... a a beautiful house here in Phoenix, and if you ever come back to do events here, um, my house is your house. Hello, my house is your house, you know. So um, his name is Danny, and about six months later, I came back to Phoenix to do more events there, and the night before I was going to fly there with my girlfriend, 
I had his business card in my pocket, and I'm like, am I going to really call this guy and ask him if, <laughs> if his offer is still open? And I had such a strong feeling to do that, so I called him up, and I said, I don't know if you remember me, but this is David Young. You came to my events. And he said, yeah, I came to three events in a row, and I really loved it. I said, well, you win the award. You're the only guy who's ever come to three events in a row. So I said, we're flying to Phoenix tomorrow, my girlfriend and I. Does your offer still stand for that spare bedroom and the spare bathroom that you have in the, in the private wing of your house? And he said, absolutely. Um, I'll pick you up at the airport with my wife, and then we'll go out for dinner. So that's what we did. And the following morning, we got up, and we were all sitting around having coffee. And Mimi is my ex-girlfriend's name. Um, and Mimi, her body started to shake, which meant she was about to start channeling. And she said, Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and Mother Mary are here, and they want to thank you, Danny, for what you did 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years ago, you were a Roman soldier who was sympathetic about what was happening to Jesus because he hadn't hurt anybody. He was arrested for disturbing the peace when he was really just sharing the peace um, that is available to all of us, you know. And um, they said that in that lifetime, Danny was a Roman soldier, and he took Jesus down from the cross after six hours. Um, he, Jesus was in a coma, and he was having a near-death experience. And Danny, as that Roman soldier, put Jesus' body in the center of this, in a tomb. And it was the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. And he let Mary Magdalene and her sister Martha into the tomb each day to change, change the bandages on his hands and on his feet and on his ribs. And on the third day, he brought a wooden cart that was covered by hay that was being pulled by a horse. He took Jesus' body out of the tomb, because he's in a coma, and he put his body in the center of the cart and covered up his body with hay. Mary Magdalene rode the horse, and that is how they escaped. And after Mimi finished sharing that whole experience of the channeling, her body stopped shaking. And Danny said, you know, this is incredible because last month I went for a psychic reading, and I was told the exact same thing that Mimi just channeled about the Roman soldier, the cart, the hay, and the horse that was pulling the cart. Wow. Now, the last place in the Bible that Jesus has seen is at the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. The last person in the Bible who sees Jesus is Mary Magdalene. Now, on that horrible day 2,000 years ago, there were three men that were crucified, but only one of those men was taken down off the cross after six hours and put into the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea. And that is because only one of those men was married to Joseph of Arimathea's daughter, who was Mary Magdalene. It's um, incredible. And, uh, I mean, this uh, story is, like, uh, so profound, and uh, I'm glad you wrote this book. And do you plan to come out with a film down the road? Profound. Oh, yeah. Well, we're at, right now we're 98% done with the screenplay of the film, and... Um, our screenwriter-director is very good friends with the screenwriter, with the director of the movie, The Shack. And so, you know, The Shack is kind of like Jesus' life now and his afterlife, where he appears to people and helps people heal. 
um, you know, along with Mother Mary and Buddha and Krishna and Moses and all the other ascended masters, you know. Um, yeah, it's an amazing thing to be part of this whole thing, because I grew up Jewish, and, you know, most Jewish families are not even allowed to... Nobody talks about Jesus in a Jewish household. There's just never a reason to talk about Jesus in a Jewish household. And so when he started appearing to people at my events, it was it was such a surprise. It was such a shock, you know? And I became friends with a woman who lived in Massachusetts. She'd written a couple of books, and she kept coming to my events, so we became friends. She was in her 70s. And I asked her, um, how did you get involved in meditation? And she shared that she was in the corporate world for like 25 years. And when she retired, she got interested in meditation. And she decided to go to her first meditation workshop. At the workshop, there was somebody who was leading the workshop um, who was a woman who told everybody, you know, you want to relax, take a couple of deep breaths, and just allow whatever images are going to come into your mind, just allow them to flow without, without getting in the way of them at all. And so she closed her eyes, and shortly after she started to meditate, Jesus appeared by her left ear, and Jesus whispered in her ear, Can you forgive me? And she was like, forgive you for what? Why would I need to forgive you? And he said, because we needed to leave you when you were little, because it wasn't safe to bring you where we were going. At that moment, she's given this image of being one of Jesus and Mary Magdalene's three children. Now she is bawling her eyes out because she had been had, she had had abandonment issues her whole life, but she was really never sure where it came from. She's bawling her eyes out. When the meditation is over, the woman leading the workshop in the front of the room points to her and says, Ma'am, I just want to tell you that while you were meditating, I could see Jesus whispering in your left ear, but I couldn't tell what he was saying to you. Wow. <laughs> and uh, it's and this, this is just an incredible story. And, uh, <laughs> and I just encourage my listeners to uh, listen to your music because uh, even just like me listening to your music today, it's just it's so beautiful. It's like this... Um, the spiritual experience that um, your your mind is so quiet and you're connected with your soul and the universe. And uh, David um, Eckhart Tolle is one of my favorite spiritual teachers. He has the book The Power of Now, and yeah. and uh, he changed my life because I've been meditating for many years, and his teachings totally changed my life in, in the most beautiful way. And Basically, Eckhart Tolle, he um, does, I believe he did state that, and I, I believe this is on the internet, that music is a form of meditation. Do you agree, and what are the benefits of meditation? Well, our mind is so used to thinking all the time, you know, and usually the first 10 minutes that people are meditating, there's really nothing that's happening because it takes 10, 15 minutes for your mind to settle down and stop all the thoughts that it's continually having all the time. And when you get into meditation for at least 15, 20 minutes, then there's, there's finally some space in between your thoughts. And in that space is where we can receive messages or be given visions or ideas for our business or ideas for our life. 
you know. And the beautiful thing about music is that music has frequency to it. Everything in the heavenly dimension has frequency, okay? Um, and when I play these two flutes at one time, the two flutes create this frequency that's called a triharmonic tone, where the two flutes actually create a third note that's the frequency, and it's the same frequency that people experience in the heavenly dimension when they have near-death experiences. So that's part of the reason why my events are so beneficial for people to come, um, because they, it's a very safe environment when the meditation, which is usually 25 or 30 minutes long, when that meditation is over, people have a chance to share their experiences or ask questions about their experiences. And this is how I found out how it was possible for people to connect with their loved ones or to connect with somebody who they love in the heavenly dimension who, like one of the ascended masters or archangels. Um, so music has that power to, to take our mind into a peaceful place. So this way we, we relax and we go into this peaceful space in our heart and in our mind so it's easier for us to have spiritual experiences. I think I would really advise people if they're meditating to put earbuds in or headphones on. So this way it blocks out all the earthly sounds. And this way it's easier to focus and not get distracted by any sounds you might hear, you know, outside your house or inside your house. And you can just more focus on relaxing and tuning into the to the inner worlds of the spiritual realm. Yes, absolutely. Um, definitely, you don't want to have any uh, distractions, and meditation is so amazing for health and will reduce stress. And, uh, you know, this is what I feel, David. You brought up abandonment earlier, and this is what I feel, and everyone, of course, maybe has a, a different perspective. But for me personally, I feel abandonment is... Uh, cause um, is created because of limiting beliefs that are held in the unconscious mind. We have two minds, the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. And there's, there's people, to, you know, many people that have these limiting beliefs about themselves, which can cause a, a, a reality of being uh, chaotic. So a limiting belief of I'm not good enough held in the unconscious mind can create abandonment in a person's life. They can actually become yeah. uh, abandoned. So, I was, I was reading your book today, and I just I felt so good about it. And there was this one page I went to, and in there it stated, um, "Our thoughts create our reality." Now, let me tell you, that kind of gave me the chills. And the, the reason being is, I follow Deepak Chopra as well. I love him. And, you know, he has so many books on spirituality and consciousness and meditation and, and more. And Deepak Chopra did a speech in the past, and he basically stated that our beliefs create our reality, and I feel the same. I, I believe this 100%. So could you talk about this? Because it's actually in your book. And do you agree with that, that our beliefs create our reality? Yeah, our beliefs do create our reality because, um, the universe gives us back what we want, and honestly, he gives us back what we don't want. Um, because if you say to yourself, okay, I want to have a great job, or if you say, I don't want to have a great job, your, your subconscious mind doesn't hear do or do not. All your sub subconscious mind hears is a great job. 
you know, or like if it's a negative experience that like, oh, I don't ever want to have this experience again, you know. When when you put your attention on these things, whether you're putting your attention on something positive that you want to have an experience with, or something negative that you don't want to have an experience with, when you put your attention on it, it attracts it to you. It's just the way it is. Um, but in a, in a different way, in the heavenly dimension, our thoughts create our reality instantly because there's a different set of rules in heaven than there is in this physical world. In this physical world, your reality and your fantasy can be two different things. There's, another, there's different words you can use for fantasy. You could use your imagination so that your imagination it's, is separate from your physical reality until that thing you're thinking about manifests. Sometimes it'll manifest in a day or a week or a month or a year for 10 years. But it takes time from the time you place your wish out into the universe for that wish to manifest. But in the heavenly dimension, because everything in the heavenly dimension is made out of light, everything manifests at the speed of light, which is instantaneously. So all the thousands and thousands of people who have had near-death experiences because I play music at the conventions for people who had near-death experiences. and It's incredible to hear stories from people who have literally been to heaven and then were sent back into their physical body because it wasn't their time to die yet. And it's amazing how none of those people who have had near-death experiences are ever afraid of dying again because they realize that that, that other dimension is like a transition that we change from our physical bodies that are made out of cells and molecules and atoms. And our heavenly bodies, or our souls, are made out of light. And since whatever we think manifests at the speed of light, and everything is made of light in heaven, everything manifests instantly. So there are thousands and thousands of testimonials of people who had near-death experiences. And when they after they flew through that tunnel, you know, everybody describes that tunnel with the light at the end of the tunnel, and um, there's this incredible, heavenly, beautiful, godly love that is just coming from everywhere in this tunnel. And there's no words beautiful enough to describe that godly energy that everyone has experienced in that tunnel. And when they finally get to the light, the natural thing that most people thought was, wow, I must be in heaven right now, so I wonder if I'm going to see my mom or my dad or my grandmother. And a second later, their mom or their dad or their grandmother walked right up. Or they may have had the thought, wow, if I'm in heaven right now, I wonder if I'm going to see Buddha or Jesus or Mother Mary. And a second later, Buddha or Jesus or Mother Mary, whoever they thought about, walked right up because the heavenly dimension doesn't have the same physical limitations that we have in this physical world. There's no such thing in heaven called separation. You know, in this physical world, we have separation. You know, we have a separation between our thoughts and our dreams and our reality. But in the heavenly dimension, whatever you think of manifests right now, right at the speed of light, because there's no physical matter that needs to transform. 
Everything that's made of light easily transforms. So whatever you think about is literally manifesting right now in the present moment in the heavenly dimension. That's the reality. That's the reality of the heavenly world. And so many people who have had near-death experiences. Like, you know, if you wake up from a dream and you're like, wow, thank God that was just a dream because you didn't like the dream. There are so many people who, when they have their near-death experience, it feels like the physical world was their dream that they were so happy to get out of. And when they got to the heavenly dimensions, like, oh, my God, thank God that physical life was just a dream because my the heavenly life is more of a reality. You know, things in the physical world are always changing, you know, but things in the heavenly world are not necessarily changing. You know, 500 years ago, all the intelligent, educated people were all taught that this world is flat. You know, Galileo was actually put in jail because he said the world was round. Um, But now we know that the world really is round and it's not flat. You know, but a lot of the things that we believe and we bank on physically are really not based on anything that's true. Um, Like, I'm sorry to say it, but, you know, Columbus never stepped foot on North America. He never, you know what I mean? And the, the Vikings, actually, there's proof that the Vikings found North America 75 years before Columbus found North America. It's amazing how easy it is to find this out, because all you have to do is do a Google search on it. You know, the Kensington Stone in northern Minnesota was dated 75 years before Columbus discovered America. It's in the language of R-U-N-E-S, runes, which is a Viking language. Um, And, you know, so many things that we're taught um, are really not based on facts. You know, and it's, it's... good to have an open mind so you can make room for the facts. Yes, and we need to go to a quick break. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness Channel and also on X. And my guest is David Young. Please stay tuned, and we'll be back very soon. Your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Kristen Harper is a health and wellness speaker and founder of Perfect Health Consulting Services. She inspires people all over the world to keep healthy, happy, and motivated. Get a virtual health coaching or hair mineral analysis package at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com to help you get healthy and stay healthy. Also, go to KristenHarperSpeaks.com to hire Kristen Harper, a health and wellness speaker, for one of your events. Be sure to visit both of Kristen's websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com and K-R-I-S-T-E-N HarperSpeaks.com. Now is the time to take your health to the next level and become the best version of yourself. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. 
Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with Kristen Harper. If you would like to connect with her, reach out via email to Kristen at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. That's K-R-I-S-T-E-N at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Now, back to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated. We are back. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on Voice America's Health and Wellness channel and also on CampNX. And today's episode is all about the uh, true story of uh, Jesus. And my special guest is David Young. And music is healing. And later on uh, during this episode, we'll be talking about the benefits of journaling. So, uh, David, my last question for you is, because you mentioned this book is not about religion, do you feel that spirituality is the truth? And the reason I'm asking is because for me personally, I believe that spirituality is one of the truths. And I also believe everyone should be meditating because also another benefit of meditation, it will let go of uh, limiting beliefs from the uh, will bring the limiting beliefs from the unconscious mind up to conscious awareness and eliminate them in time, especially if they're limiting, that are not helpful, limiting beliefs. And also, I read somewhere, I believe this was from one of the spiritual teachers out there a while back, that, and I, I respect everyone's spiritual and religious beliefs, okay? Uh, but somewhere I read, a spiritual teacher in the past that prayer is more mental activity, but meditation is really about uh, connecting with your soul. So do you believe, uh, do you feel that spirituality is the truth? Your perspective? Well, there was a, a recent survey taken and they asked these people if they felt they were religious and half the people felt they were religious, and then they asked the same people, how many of you feel like you're spiritual? And three-quarters of the people said they were spiritual. So actually in America now, there's more people who associate and resonate with spirituality than who resonate with religion. Um, Religion is something that, like, we're all brought up with, um, but religion is a kind of thing where it doesn't really want people to think for themselves. They just want people to follow what everybody else has kind of believed for the last 4,000 or 2,000 years, depending on which which religion it is. But when you become a spiritual person and when meditating is absolutely important for being a truly spiritual person and climbing the ladder spiritually, and when when you become a spiritual person and you start studying with different spiritual masters, um... They don't want you to be a follower. They want you to be a leader. 
They want you to share spirituality in a way that people can understand so this way they can grasp it. And so it doesn't sound too lofty and it also doesn't sound too hard to believe. Um, one of the things that people experience at my events all the time is that you know, there will be people who will have an experience where they'll say, um, Jesus, Yogananda, and Gandhi, for example, showed up in their meditation and the three of them were sitting with that person in meditation and teaching them things. But none of the spiritual masters ever talk down to anybody because all the spiritual masters want each of us to see our own divinity. The problem with religion is religion very often does not want us to see our own divinity. They just want us to be a follower of their religion. But the goal is for us to become masters ourselves. You know, every one of us has that potential of, of reaching mastership if we make it important and we make it a priority for ourselves. We're, you're not ever going to become a master by just idolizing somebody or putting somebody else up on such a high pedestal so you feel like you're not worthy. You know, the spiritual masters, I've, I've heard thousands of people at my events share what the spiritual masters have shared with them. And... The core thing is for each of us to realize our own divinity and realize that we can do incredible things, you know. Um, it's not just the Ascended Masters that can do incredible things. We also can do incredible things, you know. What I can do, you can do in in it, it, even more. And David, um, I know you have an event tonight. So exciting. We have a minute left. Yeah, we definitely reincarnate, but we don't reincarnate to, as animals or like if you're a dog, then you continually reincarnate as dog as a dog in different lifetimes. And if you're a human, you continually reincarnate as humans. You know, we don't go backwards. We don't turn into rocks. You know, we don't turn into bugs or anything like that. We stay in the human consciousness, you know, in, in what we know is humans. Um, and there are thousands of people who have had um, past life regressions where they've seen who they were and... If you just look into it a little bit with an open mind, it's amazing what you can find. Well, uh, David, I enjoyed uh, conversing with you, and um, you're always welcome back on my show because I actually feel that we have quite a bit in common. So it was nice to talk to you. Oh, nice talking to you. I'd, I'd be happy to do another interview, and the next interview, it won't be one minute before I start my next event. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Have a wonderful event. Okay, okay thanks Bye-bye. So Okay, so uh, now I will be talking to my next guest, and her name is Nancy White. We will be talking about the benefits of uh, journaling, and um, I was just like really hooked on this previous guest, you know, talking so much about meditation. So we'll be talking about the benefits of journaling, and uh, she, I'm excited to talk to her because I've always been a fan of journaling. And if you'd like to um, be a sponsor of the show, please send me an email to Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N, at KristenHarperSpeaks.com. Your business will get a lot of exposure because Voice America is the largest live Internet radio network in the world. And also uh, KFNX is the largest terrestrial radio network in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And I have two websites, PerfectHealthConsultingServices.com. 
I've been offering uh, hair analysis to clients worldwide. It's a natural approach to getting healthy, and hair analysis reveals toxic metals and minerals. I'm also offering quantum biofeedback. It's a sophisticated technology that reveals so much about your health. And also in the future, we'll be offering brainwave entrainment and Nest Health. And my approach is all about just getting healthy naturally. So uh, I just want to mention as far as uh, journaling, I feel it's uh, very effective, especially uh, for females that have eating disorders, because I used to have an eating disorder. I used to journal. It's also great for individuals that you know have a health condition or even emotional trauma. I think it's very important to journal. And what I feel that you should be journaling, just my personal opinion, is let, let's say that uh, you have an addiction, uh, an eating disorder, and you have a limiting belief that's in your unconscious mind that's uh, causing your addiction. When you're doing your meditation, if a limiting belief actually comes up during meditation, I write down that limiting belief. You need to know what it is so you can become aware of it. So when it comes up to conscious awareness, write down your limiting beliefs. I also recommend that you uh, write down um, any improvements that you've had. So let's say that you, you have an eating disorder and uh, you're binging, you're binge eating less over time. Your cravings have reduced. So instead of having five cravings a day, maybe you have two cravings a day, then write that down, that you've had an improvement, because it will motivate you to keep going, to persist, to not give up. And um, if you have an eating disorder, I recommend that you don't write down your weight, you don't write down the foods you ate, because that can be a trigger and cause a, ne a negative thinking. But I, I believe overall, um, journaling's very important, and especially if you have any Let's say you're doing meditation and you receive a sign from the universe or you have a business idea, write it down. Write it down in your journal. So uh, Nancy White, she is an expert. She has a lot of expertise and uh, she wants to live in a world where people will thrive and not just survive, both physically and financially. Her business is to assist health-conscious adults in creating their healthy lifestyles they can tweak as they age. And uh, she, Nancy loves speaking to a woman's groups with her fun stop sign. Her first book, The GRT Journal, is an Amazon bestseller. And there is a second book to hit the shelves in the fall of 2019. Nancy is one of the hosts and executive producers of the network show launched August 2019. She has been cultivating her healthy cells chick business since 2007, which at the end of the day is her heartthrob making a difference in assisting people in creating their healthy lifestyles. It is an honor to have Nancy White on my radio show. Thank you so much, Kristen, and it is an honor to be with you, and I just admire you so much for the things that you're doing and your passion to help other people to get healthier, too, because everything that we do that is either going to lift us up, build us up, or tear us down, and so I admire you and your program because I can tell your heart is to be lifting others up. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And so... I, I, I want to later on talk about the benefits of uh, journaling, but what made you decide to author this GRT journal? Well, Kristen, what made me decide was that 
I have been a 35-year researcher in natural prevention, and I have quite a lot of bit of um, information in my file cabinet in my brain and also in my file cabinet. And, and so people kept telling me that, you know, you need to write a book, you need to share these tips, you need to share all these things. And, and I will tell you that um, my father died of cancer when I was young and about at nine years old, and my oldest brother died of um, leukemia at 22. In fact, he was studying to become a doctor. And so I've always had that desire and intrigue to learn about healthy lifestyles, making choices. But then on a cellular level, I really have been a nonstop learner and will continue to keep learning. And so the reason that I wrote the GRT journal was because I journal just a little bit in the morning and a little bit in the evening. And so, since everybody wanted me to write this all this information, I thought, hmm, no. And the Lord just gave me the thought to just create the GRT journal. It stands for Gratitude, Reflections, and Tips. And it's just a really very simple tool that a person can use at the end of the day. And it helps them to achieve their goals. And just like you said, um, Kristen, it's not a track or keeping track of all the, um, the things that we're consuming or whatever. But it has things in the journal that's just short each day, and it just talks about today's highlight, um, your deed of kindness today. And that could just be calling somebody and just, you know, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be humongous. And then the things that we're grateful for, because when we think about and having a grateful heart, Kristen, before we go to sleep, we sleep with peace, and we sleep with um, just some things that are very healthy and restoring our healthy bodies too and the thing that we um, another area is what we did for fun you know because a lot of times people don't stop to smell the roses and that could be fun something fun could be as little as you know just um, doing something kind for somebody else I loved Zig Ziglar before he died I got to meet him and he said you know if you come across somebody that doesn't have a smile give them yours and that could be something that's just fun. But then um, accountability for self-accountability, I think, is huge that, you know, we do just be mindful of our sleeping or making good, better, best choices of eating or drinking water, which is so huge. Our body needs ionic minerals, number one, and um, water, number two. And, and whether we exercise, and I'm 67, and I tell myself, you either move it or lose it. So... I think that was one of the reasons that I wrote the GRT journal um, because I wanted to help other people to keep their healthy lifestyle simple. And it's also, I'm very holistic. It's mind, body, and spirit. You can't separate them. And we have to nurture and take care of each one of those areas. That's so great. And uh, I'm actually, I know I'll be getting this uh uh, your journal soon. I'm so excited. I can't wait to utilize it. And I feel it's so important to journal, especially when you're living a healthy lifestyle, because in order to be healthy, there's so much you have to do every single day. Like for myself, I, you know, make sure I get enough sleep at night, I go to bed early, I'm doing my meditation, I'm reducing stress, I'm, I'm doing my walks on a regular basis. I'm eating healthy, I'm taking my nutritional supplements, I do detox, there's so much to do, you have to get your sunshine. And making sure you're taking all the right supplements, there's, you know, 
all your supplements, making sure, you know, so I think this, this um, journaling is just so important. So. I agree with you 100%, Kristen. And there's some great scientific um, research that has been done about journaling, especially regular journaling. It strengthens our immune systems and our cells. And they had some other great research from the University of Texas that it helped, even helps with asthma and rheumatoid arthritis. But, you know, when we write about, you know, some stressful events, I believe in release and receive. And I've got another whole area of um, stress that I really help people with because stress, unfortunately, is one of the number one things in this country. Anxiety and stress is on the rise. And I was reading some information the other day, and it said that children, when they get to be about the age of 13, and I think it could be even a little bit younger, Kristen, start having some anxiety and they usually go for about 10 years before it's addressed. And so doing some things that are practical and easy that don't cost anything, that's not, you know, just a medication with a, a little Band-Aid, but teaching just like you're talking about, you know, meditation, releasing, doing those things that can be healthy to build up. But there's some other great evidence um, in science that just supports that journaling provides um, other unexpected benefits because... We use both sides of our brain, the left um, side of the brain, which is our analytical and rational side. And then when that left brain is occupied, your right brain's free to create and to feel. And so in essence, you're moving or you're using both sides of your brain and that helps to remove mental blocks and it allows you to use more of your brain power to better understand yourself and others and the world around us. And so... Um, there's some other wonderful things that I really believe that are emotionally, spiritually, and physically beneficial for journaling. Um, it helps us, you know, to clarify our thoughts and our feelings, and we get to know ourselves better. And when we are writing about anger or sadness or other painful emotions, it helps us to release that intensity of those feelings. And when you do that, you become calmer and better able to stay in the present. And sometimes, you know, we need to have our problems solved and, you know, from that left brain analytical perspective. But sometimes the answer can be found by engaging with the right brain and that creativity um, and intuition. So I think it's great that, you know, uh, we can look at it not only as a way to help us, especially when it comes for forgiveness um, to other people, because when we do not forgive other people, they hold us captive. And mm -hmm. I'm sure you've heard it. It's just like forgiveness is like you're, it's acid within the bottle. The only thing that it's going to be destroying is our insides. And so, you know, that's the power of forgiveness. But, you know, I think um, people that journal um, can really see some things that they've accomplished and can look back and see where they've come because I don't know about you, Kristen, but most women, we get something accomplished and yay, we're on to the next thing and we never <laughs> even stop to celebrate what we got done. Yes, that's totally me. I've been, uh, I'm an Aries. I've been ambitious my entire life. So it's just like once I, uh, <laughs> once I, uh, accomplish a goal, it's, I'm, I'm on to the next right away. And so. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know. And you need to stop and celebrate, even if it's to give yourself a hand clap, you know, jump up and down or whatever. Just, you know, 
um, we need to celebrate and celebrate others too because there's so many times in this world because of technology, the touch is getting further and further away. And, you know, you have known too because of your research and studies how important touching people, like older people especially that live in um, by themselves or live in um, arranged living in environments, the human touch is so huge and um, and just like you were talking about, laughter and music and all those types of things. But I think, you know, some of the things that people, and it depends on the part of the country you're from. I'm from the South and we're huggers, but, you know, the people that move um, from the North down here sort of look at us a little strange until they get <laughs> accustomed to, you know, how people in the South are, are, are great huggers. But there's some healing in that touch, too. So, uh, Nancy, uh, we have about uh, five minutes left, and so I would like you to, uh, you know, let my listeners know, like, where they can uh, get your journal, do you have a website, and what are your future plans? Oh, yay. Well, <laughs> yes, I do have a website, and I encourage people to go to my website to purchase the GRT journal because... Nothing against Amazon, but I'm selling it um, less than you can purchase it on Amazon. And also, it has free shipping. I love to help people to save money. And one of the other things I love to help people do is just to stop. We talk about my stop sign. It's fun when I speak. I have a stop sign. It's got stop on one side and go on the other. But would love just to do um, a self-assessment with people. It's just completely free and just a wonderful way for people just to stop for a few minutes and acknowledge the good things that they're doing, um, Kristen, and then make some suggestions to them in the areas that they want to shift and make improvements. So my website is www, and it's the, T-H-E, healthy, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y, cells, and that's C-E-L-L-S, chick, C-H-I-C-K dot com. It's thehealthysaleschick.com. And they're welcome to come to my website or find me on social media. I love making new friends all around the world. And, you know, again, just like it is my heart throb, I love to help people, especially cancer thrivers, is a real passion for me to keep their pH where it needs to be. But encouraging each one of us that we get new bodies every six to eight years. And we might as well create the best one we can. And I'll tell them, we do our best and God will do the rest. <laughs> well, uh, I really enjoyed uh, conversing with you. And I appreciate you uh, talking about the benefits of journaling, which I stand behind 100%. I um, actually uh, been working on a book. I need to get this to my publisher as soon as possible. And it's, there's been some delays because I have a really busy schedule. But actually, in my book, and it's a book to help females with um, binge eating, uh, females that have eating disorders. And in the book, I even bring up the the importance of journaling. So bravo to you for getting this. Well, bravo <laughs> to you. Yes, and I would love and. and you asked me what was coming up next for me, too, and, and I've got another um, book. And by, in fact, the one just got published um, and launched in San Diego this past um, 
month, and that one is on entrepreneurship. And because I love helping people that are in business, mm-hmm. um, Kristen, to to grow and flourish in their business too. And if you would like to have a, a, a connection, I would love to connect you with a gal that's helped me. Um, I'm sure your publisher is great, but uh, my friend Lisa is the one that helped me to, um, get Amazon bestseller. Really helps you to be able to take your book and to be able to help more people in more ways. And so I would love to connect you with her. And she's got some great free things to um, give you some guidance in um, getting your book out there and to more and more people that it can reach to help. Mm-hmm. And um, I just uh, want to say, like, this um, publisher, I had another publisher before, and then I... My my executive producer, I love her here at the at the studio, and she saved me, and she actually recommended this other uh, publisher, and I'm so happy with this publisher. I think they're going to do a fantastic yeah. job, but I still like to network with other people, and and so. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. I wish you my best. You take care. Thank you so much, um, Kristen. Yes, you have a great evening. Okay, you too, and. Uh, Listeners, I just want to mention here, I do have a, a speaking website, kristenharperspeaks.com. I am a health and wellness speaker. I will be giving a speech, and I was asked to be on the panel at Arizona State University uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. I will be giving you more details as the time gets closer, and it's going to be the end of November. I'm excited about that. We'll be talking about uh, nutrition and an anti-inflammatory diet. And uh, also, I have two... Get healthy free ebooks at my website, perfecthealthconsultingservices.com. And there's so much information in there about getting healthy, taking a natural approach, and about hair analysis and, and you know, eating healthy and healthy lifestyle and, and detoxification and, and so much more. And I believe, too, you know, just anything that you put on your skin needs to be all natural, natural body care products. And I do recommend. Uh, showers, um, you know, so we absorb less toxins, but there's just a wealth of information. So I highly recommend that you uh, download those ebooks. And then also, I'd really appreciate it if you could give me a five star, five stars at iTunes. I'd really appreciate it because I always reveal the truth on my show. I've revealed the truth about vaccines and big pharma. I had Aaron Elizabeth on in the past talking about what's happened with all these holistic doctors. I've had Dr. Farah, a famous MD on my, on my show in the past, talking about how her clinic was raided. You will get the truth on my show, and I cover topics that are not covered on mainstream health and wellness programs. Thanks for tuning in and wishing all of you a wonderful week. For being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.